You're listening to Power Producers Shop Talk, where we are refining and redefining the sales game by equipping you with the tools you need to differentiate yourself in the marketplace. Well, it's like when we audit the mod with Mod Advisor and are able to give them the action items that they're going to use to lower their total cost of risk. Tactical skills that will help you provide deliverable value to your clients and prospects. It's going to be a great year in 2022 at Florida Risk Partners now that IPFS is in the game with their total pay strategy, we can write excess and surplus lines and completely remove the agency bill from our agency. People, if you're not using total pay by IPFS, you're definitely leaving money on the table. And action items that you can provide to take your prospects and clients to the next level. Having partners like Mineral only bolsters the fact that your clients do not care about the insurance. It's all of the value that you're able to add. And with partners like Mineral who can help with both HR and environmental health and safety, we can't help but win. This is Power Producer Shop Talk. Production redefined. Are you ready to feel the power? Hey, everybody. Welcome to Power Producer Shop Talk, where we are dead smack in the middle of Cybersecurity Awareness Month. And we're going to shift gears a little bit over last week, and we're going to talk about my number one hack for writing cyber in bulk. And it is something that has worked for me for a number of years, and I'm going to share it with you today. So I like it. I'm excited. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's honestly relatively simple to to be honest with you. Um, but I think that for me, I'm one of those people who thinks where there's adversity, you can create opportunity. And, you know, one of the places that we have the ability to create opportunity right now is with managed services providers. It is mm-hmm. absolutely brutal in the marketplace if you're trying to write cyber and eno for managed services providers mm-hmm. and so as a result I, I mean look let's just identify what's happening there are certain carriers that you can go to and you can buy coverage online i'm not going to name them but you could be the business owner and you can go online buy your insurance and think you have eno and cyber and be covered only to yeah. find out that you like literally have nothing the nothing. policy is Swiss cheese. You know, the other thing is um, a lot of these MSPs are cheap, man. Like they're used to bidding on contracts and stuff to supply uh, their, their services and all of that. And they, they don't want to spend a bunch of money. So when they do get quotes, they look at it and they're like, eh, let's see if we can't lower that a little bit, even though it might be the absolute picture perfect coverage. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, that's compounded itself. And the other thing is a lot of them just don't have controls in place like they should for what they do. You know, you're talking about a managed services provider could have 500 customers, could have a thousand mm-hmm. customers, and they're essentially the gatekeeper to all of those people's networks in their right. system, and they're they're lacking controls. I mean, it blows my mind to think about how many. I think a the- lot of I think a lot of the MSPs are. I mean, they're tech. Just what I've found, not all of them, but there are there are a number of them that are a little bit. Um, I don't know, like cocky or think that they know more than everybody else because they're IT people and they know how things work and how to protect themselves. And, but I, I just, I don't 
I just get that vibe from people sometimes where they think they don't, they don't need something because they know more than, than you do. You're just, you know, the insurance person. And I just, that's not, it's not, that's not the case. Yeah, no, 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 no. I um, I agree with you completely. I think, I mean, I had a guy one time that owned an MSP that asked me, "Why do you need general? Li- why do I need general liability?" <laughs> I like, I literally, I couldn't even answer the question. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> that was great. I, I like literally sat there, like that whole place was weird. Anyhow, man, like I was, you know, the guy code commercial where the, the all of the messed up mannequins are in the attic, and the guy goes nope. in. Nope, nope. nope. Well, yeah. I kind of felt that way when I went into this place. Except it wasn't messed up mannequins. It's like every single woman that worked there looked like she was Amish. I mean, it was absolutely crazy. And they very well may have been because we do have Amish people down here. And I am not slighting or making fun of the Amish people yeah. at all. I'm simply saying, I think that's ladies, okay. I think you ladies can do that. walked around with 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 their, you know, just ankle churn, length. just churning butter. <laughs> that may have been what gave it away to me was the butter churning in the corner. But no, I mean, ankle length skirts, long hair, Ugh. no makeup, plain Ugh. white you know, plain white blouse. It was just, it was really weird. I was already weirded out. I was with another producer that I was training. He's kicking me under the table the whole time. And I think that just the icing on the cake was, why do I even need general liability? If I have a claim, I'll just shut down the company and open a different LLC. It's awesome. And I'm thinking to myself, why? Classic. Yeah, exactly. I, I Believe it or not, I ended up closing it and got, a reasonable amount of premium for it. I want to say it was like a $10,000 revenue account that we would put with Chubb and this okay. is going for a number of years. So I, I wrote the account, but um, it's just, yeah, tech, tech people can be a little bit different and that's okay. Mm-hmm. But you know, the MSP specifically, like even with the multi-factor authentication thing, like, or, or endpoint detection, like those are two big things that used to be, it'd be nice if you have this, if you don't, mm-hmm. we'll charge you more. Now they're required. Now you got to have, now it. You, you don't have a choice. You have to yeah. have that yeah. to get coverage. And so that's a big deal. Mm-hmm. But what I'm talking about is even the, the risk transfer controls, right? If I'm an MSP or I'm going to, if I'm going to represent an MSP, one of the very first things I want to do, I want to take a look at your service master services agreement. What are you, what are you telling clients in that legal contract uh, that you define your relationship in, right? And Mm -hmm. that's where I was headed with it. So, Well, I think a lot of them do what I've found is that a lot of the MSPs, it doesn't just stop there. They're doing all sorts of other things like installing security cameras and, you know, alarm systems and key fob and gate stuff. And it's like, I mean, I have a, I have a client that's doing that. It's like every month they call and they're like, Hey, can we do this? And I'm just like, okay, what, like, so let's start with what you're not doing because that's going to be easier to, to, to run through. But I think, I think that happens and, and people, and it's either not disclosed and they just think, Oh, I've got insurance and you know, I'll be covered, but they're, they're not really understanding the fact that it's a totally different exposure than what was represented on the front end. And it's leaving them open for disaster. Yeah. Well, and so here's where I was headed with the whole thing, because, you know, at the end of the day, this is about producing, right? I mean, we can talk about some of the finer points of risk transfer and insurance and all of that. But I'm just saying, look, I want to review the master services agreement. And when I do, I'm going to look at indemnification and hold harmless language and all of the other things that it talks about in there. But what I'm looking for is what do you require of your clients? Are you requiring each one of your clients to have a cyber policy? Period. Right. Mm -hmm. 
I want to know that. And if you don't, I'm going to tell you, you need to, because you, you need to have a first line of defense, right? You can't, you can't let your cyber be on the hook for stupid stuff. Your client may do that could ultimately penetrate your network. So, you know, I, I'm, I say it all the time. I don't want to make one phone call to get 10, 10, uh, 10 phone calls to get one appointment. I want to make one phone call and get 10 appointments. This is how you do that. Review the master services agreement. Tell them it needs to be required that each of their clients has a minimum of a $1 million limit on cyber and that they need to give them a certificate of insurance every year to show coverage is still in force and monitor that because we can use KPA to do that on our end for our MSP clients. Mm -hmm. But guess what? If they don't have it, what happens? They can refer them to us to sell yeah, them exactly. the cyber that they need. Then we can get it into our ecosystem, use HubSpot to work its magic, round the account out. But at the end of the day, you know, it's a huge deal. And that's one of the reasons why KPA is such a big deal for us is because we have that certificate tracking function that's mm -hmm. been in there. So even with, you know, the large contractor companies, contracting companies that we have, the volume of certificates that they're putting in there, people, if you're not using certificates as a lead source, you are missing the boat. I can have somebody go to upload a certificate into KPA right now. And there's other programs that'll do certificate monitoring for you. That's not the be all end all. It just happens to be the one we use. And so I can push, I can have people upload their certificate after we establish what the requirements are. And if it doesn't match, the system's going to kick it out and tell them that. Guess what mm -hmm. else? It's going to let me know that. And now it's going to send them a message to say, hey, look, you're not qualified to be a subcontractor, but there's good news. Our agent, Florida Risk Partners, knows exactly what you need and has the ability to provide this coverage for you. We've already alerted them, and an agent will be reaching out to you shortly to see whether or not you need their help. And it's that simple. But man, if you think about the number of times, here's the other thing with certificates. Think about certificate requests that we get. Think about how many times those companies end up having to ask the average agency for it. And look, agents, I get them too. I understand it sucks and it's a pain in the butt and it pisses you off that you get it. But here's where I'm going with this. If you have an end user, not like one of these registry monitoring places, but if you have a property management company and your client is consistently either using a self-service portal to get certificates or they're emailing your office and you're turning them around on a dime, there is absolutely nothing wrong for your service person or your producer to talk to that property manager and say, hey, I'm just reaching out because I know that you're somebody who gets a lot of certificates of insurance. How are we doing? Are we turning things around quickly? Is it easy to do business with our client? Because ultimately, that's our goal. And that person's going to say, oh, Man, if you had any idea how many certificates we get, you guys are a dream. We always get what we need as quick as we can. I wish every agent out there was like you. Guess what? Now you have the ability to go to them and say, well, you know what? We could be the agent on more people. Do you have other people you would be willing to introduce us to? Boom. Now you go. Right. Then not only that, once you start working that angle, then you can parlay it into you know, why haven't we talked about how we can help you? 
you're going through all this process and headaches of having to monitor these certificates. We have software we provide all of our clients like you to do that. We could actually make your life so much easier to where you're able to focus on revenue bearing activities and things that are more important to your business by letting this this software do its job. So I think mm-hmm. there's so many times that there are things right in front of our faces that we never even think about. And that's it. We just don't take advantage of them. So listen, here you go right now. Certificates requested. You can deal with the person requesting them. If you get deficient uh, certificates for your clients that have deficient coverage, you can go after them, right? If you get if you get uh, somebody who kicks certificates back and says, this isn't right, blah, 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 blah. A lot of the times when that happens, it's because there's another agency involved and we're not on that line of coverage. We're dealing yeah. with that now, right? Mm-hmm, Where definitely. we have a client who who does not like our advice several times a week. Yeah. Well, but they, they don't like our advice that they need a million dollar combined single limit on their autos. So we refuse to write the auto. Um, Mm -hmm. But now we're getting the monitoring service that's constantly pinging us for it. If that wasn't, you know, so that would be another opportunity to round an account maybe if, uh, if the person was more open to it. So it's coming. Yeah. But all that to say, man, we just got to stop and breathe and look around. If we do, we're going to find every opportunity we can to write new business, and that is it. So it doesn't have to be just MSPs. Think about all of your accounts. Maybe you have an accountant. Maybe you have an accountant that you deal with. Maybe you have a law firm that you deal with. Well, I mean, those are great, especially because similar to the property managers, they've got tons of clients themselves. Well, I'm I thinking mean, about accounting specifically because what happens if an accountant has a portal that they use for their clients to upload documents back and forth to them? Right. And it's all you, personally you, identifiable stuff. Yeah. And, the, and your, the accountant may have cyber. And again, they may not if they don't know what they're, you know, if they're, they don't think it's important. But yeah, they probably aren't addressing that with their business clients on the front end. And what happens if somebody who's got malware on their system goes into that portal and mm-hmm. next thing you know, they hit the nerve center, man. Yep. So we need to be looking at all of these relationships that we have where you can get to a lot of people by going one place and leverage those. That's it. I mean, that's the number one hack, man. Review the master services agreement for managed services providers or anybody else. Tell them it's your risk management recommendation that their clients have cyber and sit back and let the leads roll in. Write the cyber because it's it's easy to do relatively and you can get good data from it. And if you can turn that around quick with, with reasonable pricing and demonstrate that you know what you're talking about, you're going to round all the other lines out with no problem at all. And that's it, period. I mean, it's not that hard, man. It's common sense. I'm with you. All right, everybody. We're wrapping this one up. We will catch you next week. See you. You've been listening to Power Producers Shop Talk. You can follow us at the Power Producers Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. And if you want to take your game to the next level, check out our commercial insurance training course at killingcommercial.com or visit Amazon to pick up a copy of our international best-selling book, The Extra Two Minutes.